Hello and welcome to episode 94 of NOLO Time. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is the man that calls Kippy because he's so smooth, Mr. Joel Young. <laughs> Although I like Mason Peter Pan, but yeah. oh. <laughs> but, but, but I'll take it. I'll take. I'll, ta- I'll take. I'll take the compliment, brother. It's because he's with you again, man. On episode ninety-four. Yep, we're getting to the hundred. So you gotta stay tuned, and and just be just before we go on, E three is coming up. So next week we're gonna have our E three preview slash predictions yeah. episode. Uh, so if you guys want to tune into that, that'd be great because uh, I think we we have a pretty decent track record, Joe, for the last two years that we've done the predictions shows. We have, we have. I, I actually would recommend people to go back, especially and check out like the headlines of, of what was announced for um, specifically the Sony press conference from last year, and then watch like our, our live stream from last year. And bro, we were on it with a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were pretty on point last year. Last year, I think last year we did pretty good with our with our predictions. The year before, even even the year before, I feel sure. like we did okay. It's just that this year, it's it's a very interesting and weird year. Um, there's of course a lot of rumors going around and new hardware that's supposed to be shown, and Sony's not gonna be there, and you know they're gonna be there in spirit. And we can, we'll talk about it later on because that's like the big topic of the show uh, for for this one. Yeah. Um, but I, I I can't wait, Joel. It's uh you know E three always gets me excited. It's always a hype time to be a gamer, and uh, that's our Super Bowl pretty much. So absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever announcements we get and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, next week is gonna be our prediction slash preview, and then the following week. Uh, we will have an E3 recap. Um, there's uh, We're going to talk about a few things that are going to be at E3 today and some things that got announced this week because that's uh, pretty much been the uh, the entirety of the week. It's been um, announcements um, yes. and, and, and teases to things to come. Uh, um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that, man. It's, um, it's, it's a great time. It's a great time. It's always great. Uh, li- again, I wish we could have done a live stream like last year, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, Sony canceled on us. If not, we would have definitely planned it. Absolutely. Definitely done it again. Cause it was a lot of fun. Um, but it's yeah, like, no, it's like waiting uh, around for Christmas, man. Like we're just waiting for it to open up those gifts. What What's going to be announced. Hopefully it'll be good things under the tree this year. Yeah. The good thing about this year, Joe, for both you and me is that, yeah. We we've expanded our horizons, and Absolutely. you know we not only have uh, no longer a PS4, we both have a Switch, so we have more stuff to look forward to. And I think I think Nintendo's gonna do something crazy this year. Um, they they are they're poised to make some really good announcements, but uh, we'll talk about it next week. So uh, we're gonna go into that. Joel, I heard you had a wonderful magical carpet ride of a time. Watching Aladdin, how was that, man? Yeah, brother, uh, I saw Aladdin this uh, last weekend for opening weekend, and I know going into it, I don't, I didn't read the reviews, but going into it, I know that specifically Rotten Tomatoes, there was a really low critical score of that movie. I think it was like 
somewhere in the range of like 60%, maybe even less. I'm not sure. I think it was like 56 last time I checked. I yeah. can, I can uh, fact, fact check, check while it. you go. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was pretty low um, coming into it. And, and I, I had a feeling it wasn't going to have great reviews considering that reviews for it didn't come out until like Tuesday the week, like last week Tuesday, the week of it actually being released, which is never a good sign whenever the studio kind of holds back reviews from being released until right before a movie comes out. That's usually not a good sign. Usually, if it, if it's a really good movie, they'll let it come out. Uh, you know, a few weeks, sometimes even a month before. It depends. Um, but but yeah, I mean, same thing we're seeing with Godzilla. You know, for this upcoming weekend, same thing again. Yeah. Early early reviews are, are pretty bad, and the movie's just coming out. You know, this weekend, and it was that came out last minute. What so you still think? still sitting at fifty six and 56? and Godzilla it's at forty one. Okay. Uh, but the thing with the so, Godzilla with Godzilla is that we can we can we can talk about it after you you do our our uh, opinions on the on the movie. But uh, but yeah, go ahead, man. No, you're good. You're, yeah. So my point being is like I knew, I went in with lower expectations, but I was very excited for this movie beforehand just because it looked it looked pretty cool. Like the teasers they put out beforehand. Um, sitting in and watching the movie, I found it to be very charming, very delightful. Uh, there's a new song in the movie that's really good. Um, the performances are, are really solid. I think the biggest concern people had going into it was Will Smith's portrayal. I mean, obviously, I think you and I have been talking about this. We really think Will Smith's a you know a very talented man. You know, single-handedly keeping Suicide Squad on life support <laughs> in that movie. But <laughs> it was the ventilator. Too, it was the so ventilator. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, you and I both you know consider him to be a very talented actor, but just because of his talent didn't mean, you know, there's going to be a great portrayal. It depends on, you know, the director's vision, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, he really delivered um, a great portrayal of a new genie for this this uh, this film. And I was really impressed with, with the way he just um, made it very comedic. Um, he was not trying to be the Robin Williams Aladdin at all. Um, and, and I really found it really, really special. Jafar, the voice did still get me, Obed. I mean, bring <laughs> me that up. There it is. So the, it's it's it. I don't know, man. It's just it, it's just the way you know his his the pitch of his voice is like. You see this really menacing looking character, and then he speaks, and it's so high pitch. You're like, <laughs> okay, but and, and you're just a classic Jafar, right? Like in the you know in the original animated film, being really scary and creepy, right? But anyways, with all that being said, um. I think the weakest point of the movie was the CG and and um, you know it's not it's not terrible it's 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 palpable you're able to sit through it and enjoy it. However, I can imagine like should I have kids you know in the future like them going back and watching this movie and being like oh my goodness that that was supposed to be really cool because it it, it it's very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, none of the places that some of the, that they go are like realistic at all. This yeah, I mean, very, and that's very CGI. And and just to um, yeah. So over Memorial Day weekend, they had a yeah. Star Wars marathon on TNT, and and I watched episode two, one of my least favorite Ooh, Star Wars yeah. movie. I watched it, and and that looks that looks rough, bro. It's not because that's well. no because all that CG, all those CG backgrounds and all that, it looks like a do do you did you ever play the old um Star Wars Rebel Assault games on PC? They were No, I don't think I did. Okay, so it's basically Rebel Assault 
was uh, an actor in front of a blue screen, kind of like what um, episode you know one, two and three were. Yes. Um, and and it's very jar- jarring because you see Darth Vader standing and talking to some you know an officer or whatnot. Um, this is on like a full motion cutscene that the the game would have, and I'm more specifically talking about Rebel Assault Two that had uh, FMV cutscenes. Um, so you would get Vader talking in this fake ass looking <laughs> Death Star thing, or uh, you know, Star Destroyer. It. it was it was rough. So the the same thing happened to me watching uh, Episode Two over the weekend, and it, it it's it's really jarring, especially on like Geonosis, and when they're um in the in the Coliseum, and you see that everything's fake, and it it really pops out now, like really bad. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that the Will Smith stuff is not Dwayne Johnson, Scorpion King, Mummy no, Returns bad, not at right? All. It's it, yeah, it's it, it's just it does it does take you out of it, like especially this the the facial movements and everything. <laughs> just a little, a little, maybe for a little Justice Leaguey. I'm not gonna lie in that that way. Um, <laughs> and then I think he, like one of the coolest scenes, the scene that should be like amazing, is the magic carpet ride. And for me, <laughs> like. It, it it looks so fake, bro. I mean, and it's hard to make it look realistic, but you could tell that they just put this thing together, got it out there. I mean, the coolest thing was like the Jasmine's hair was actually like flowing as if there was real wind. It's like, okay, they got that, right? Oh, okay. But, so it wasn't but, like the, again, going back to episode two when right. Count Dooku goes on the speeder bike. There's no and his, motion. His cape is going like, He's not, and he's going like 200 miles an hour. His cape would be flying like a crazy. <laughs> yeah, guy. yeah. He should be like like squat down, and it was like no straight up, and the little cape was just <laughs> flowing like a yeah. yeah that was perfect. ridiculous. Yeah, so they got that right at least, like on on the carpet ride. But but in general, just the scenes and something flying. I was like, Ugh. but with with that being said, like the movie's a good movie. I don't think it's a bad movie at all for what it is. I thought it was very fun, entertaining, and it's different. It's it's it. There's some stuff they do differently. It still gets to the same conclusions as the original did, but they get there a little bit differently. Um, you know, I think it's like especially in the beginning, of the movie's much quicker paced. Um, where you know they could have just gone the complete traditional route. They just jump right into stuff. But uh, yeah, Obed, I hope you get on and watch it with your wife. You know, I'd recommend it for those out there who are fans of the original. Cool. You know, to go ahead and check it out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I would really wanted to see it. I'm still really hyped for the Lion King. Uh, of course, yeah. those uh, posters dropped today, Amazing. and and people lost their minds about Pumbaa. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? War again. Warthogs look like trash bags with legs. It, they, it, they're they're awful, awful creatures. So they nailed it. It's, it's fine. It's a, it's a wild hog. Like what? I don't know what they expected him <laughs> yeah. to look like—a well-groomed house pet. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe that's what they that they what they thought, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, Timon Lou looks on point because meerkats are you know Easy. small and cute, right? But not warhogs. They're they're awful, terrible. Scar looks great. He looks sick. He looks yeah. you know, old and, and grizzled. Yeah, uh, Scar looks really good. Uh, he looks like he looks scary, like like, yeah. like a scary lion. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, there's a TV spot that dropped today that, you know, again, looked fantastic. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but just going back to Godzilla and um, and the reviews, So I mean, the, the most of the criticism that I've heard about the movie is that it does not... Um, the, the plot around the, the humans are... It, it's, it's not deep and, like, there's not a, you know, really good story to tell there... 
I I don't care. I just want to see monsters fighting and breaking stuff up and explosions and all these things. Um, that's what I want to see. That's what I want. That's what I wanted to see in the um, previous Godzilla movie. Um, that's why I think that that Godzilla movie. It's it, I like it. I like it quite a bit. But the last half hour on that movie is just phenomenal. Like the movie. That movie throughout like the first act is good the second act is just a drag and then um and then the third act it, it really picks up and it's really good so yeah i mean um I, i'm guessing that they gave us what they what fans wanted right on, yeah. on that movie and you know as long as fans are happy and the movie makes money of course they've already said kong and godzilla coming back next year um there's supposed to be a stinger at the end of the movie like a uh, post-credit scene. Uh, I still need to go back. I uh, watch uh, Skull Island. I haven't watched it yet. I heard. Yeah. Good. I think you watched it, right? I did. I did. And okay. there's a stinger at the end of that too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely. I wanted to see that before I wouldn't see Godzilla, but we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm. I really want to go see Godzilla. I think I'm going to go out of my way to actually uh, go and watch it. So. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. That. I mean, I mentioned to you like same thing. Like I think it sounds. At least it sounds like. They gave the fans what they wanted. Where the complaint about the first movie was not enough Godzilla action, not like the yeah. too much focus on the humans and all this stuff. Now it sounds like this movie they're going to give us a lot of monsters battles that are going to be large scope. So if little Joel could sit there and, and you know just be a kid for a moment, just see some some monsters fight each other on the screen and just be really uh, happy, excited, eating popcorn. I'll have a good time. I'll be happy, but we'll see. I mean, I'll find out. I'll see it this weekend. So I'll let you guys know on our next episode for sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Don't spoil it. I mean, I, I know those. those My uh, lips are sealed. <laughs> those trailers have been sort of spoiler. Yeah, they showed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They, they showed quite a bit, uh, but I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, it looks, it looks good. And again, Lion King of course, Spider-Man is coming out. So there's a, uh, you know, summer is heating up. The X-Men comes out next week. Which I forgot about that, dude. It's like just the other day, I was like, "Oh yeah, an X Men movie's coming." Which is weird because it's like so, on every commercial break at the break room at work. Yes. So, so a bit. I'm gonna mention to you on the podcast because I, I think this is a little fun for for our guys out there, uh, guys and gals out there listening. So, I, you and I have been talking about this. You have said that you strongly believe that there's going to be a connection to the MCU in this next movie there's something there that they've added or done that's like connected am i right i've said it in the past although this week uh, i'm i'm sort of not feeling it okay see so i i had a i had a bet with you going on from i think two weeks ago where i mentioned to you i said i was so confident that they were not going to connect it i told you i'd buy you lunch if they did connect it <laughs> so i just want to put that out there <laughs> So, uh, so so I'm not I'm not feeling too confident this week because I heard that this is gonna be is it? like like a chapter closing sort of thing that they're gonna do. So, um, but you know what? A- anything can happen. So I, yeah. I, I'm still yeah I'm a man of my word. I'm still standing by what I what I said two weeks ago or very good, very whatever good. it was. Right, right. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. Feige doesn't catch me as the kind of guy that would just inherit something i feel like he would re, you know start fresh but you never know like you said we'll see i don't think he will but but maybe Owen will be right i think it's a little, little funnier that i thought that out here on the show <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see we'll see about that man um joe we got a bunch of gaming news this week 
Um, the the big one uh, being that Death Stranding, a Hideo Kojima game, ha- actually actually has a release date till November eighth this year. So um, I thought this game was gonna come out next year. Uh, I think I've told you uh, a few. We- I think a few weeks ago we were talking about yeah. um, Death Stranding and uh, The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, and um, and and I and I and I said it, it was going to be the Last of Us, Death Stranding, and Ghosts. So it looks like uh, Death Stranding is going to be the first one coming out uh, again, November eighth. Um, this was um, the entire beginning of the week. Um, it was rumored that there was going to be an announcement, and then uh, on the PlayStation. Twitch channel, they put up a stream which was basically the trailer for Death Stranding, uh, covered in the black goop, and as more viewers joined in, um, the goop the goop started dissipating. But then, yesterday, the tra- the full trailer dropped. Is about a, what, a eight, mi- eight and a half minutes? Long. About so, right? It's a pretty long trailer. And, and holy crap, Joel, this is like I pre-ordered it. I show you. I just, I said you. I texted yeah. you. I was like, dude, it's done. I, I'm pre-ordered. This this looks this looks great. Like in my opinion, because the last trailer, the one that we saw when we did the live stream last year at E3, that was the last trailer we saw. That we saw a little bit of gameplay. We didn't see we we didn't see a lot, but it wasn't clear what the the game was and whatnot. This is a lot clearer now. It's People still are not everything. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of course. But it this, definitely gives us a more of a better picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm I'm blown away. Like this is this this looks fantastic. Again, uh, it's been very divisive. Like people are either really really hyped or not. I think that this game looks different and looks new and it looks brave and it looks bold and and it looks creative. And that's that's exactly what I what I want when that's exactly what I wanted when Kojima left uh, Konami. I wanted something like Snatcher. I didn't want another Metal Metal Gear. I mean, if I wanted another Metal Gear, I would have bought Survive, and and I, I gotta do that. Um, but I wanted I wanted Kojima to do something like Snatcher back in the day. Um, maybe you know to some extent police knots, but you know something dark and weird like Snatcher it, that that would have been uh, great. And I, it, this looks like it's gonna be something uh, in in that vein of you know weird storytelling thing that he's trying to do. Uh, I am very compelled. Uh, this is uh, I'm, I'm very excited. Like I started I. I I kept thinking about this trending like all my old time yesterday. Like after watching the trailer, I went back, watched it like two or three more times, and and, and just kept thinking about it. I was like, man, this is like this looks really really good. Um, but yeah, Joel, what do you think? And what about that cast? Uh yeah, whoa, the cast is phenomenal, dude. Like, I mean, of course you've got like the the big names that really guess you know Norman Reedus and. Um, Guillermo del Toro, right? Like, you know, Mads Mikkelsen. There's there's a bunch of really great names. But it's cool, too, when you see people like Troy Baker being in there. Who's like, 
the best, like one of the best vocal talents in gaming, like of all time. Uh, yeah, seriously, and it is actually the it is actually the Troy Baker's face in the yes. in the character too. So like, yes. so it's like the first time that Troy Baker has been Troy Baker in a game. It's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like you said, Troy Baker right now. I think he's he he's the guy. Like he's the he's the guy in anime dubs. He's the guy on on gaming on you know on game talent, voice talent, anything. Uh, I mean. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, like, 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 hands down, right now, I think, uh, I mean, Nolan North is, is up there, but, yeah, uh, I, I, and I like Nolan North, but, but I think Troy Baker has this range oh, that yeah. is just, it's really good, like, Nolan, Nolan North is great, like, he was great and, and creepy on, in The Last of Us, and he's great in Uncharted, and he's great on, on Blaze and the Monster Machines, on Nick Jr., and, you know, all that, but, but but Troy Baker's on you know to me is in a in a different level. He's he's just so good. Absolutely, that that was the one like when you talk about the cast. Like I was looking at all the of course again like Guillermo Toro is awesome. But when you see Troy Baker in there, you know that this game's got to be good because you don't get a, a talent like that uh, without committing, <laughs> without showcasing some some really awesome stuff. I really also um, just like the whole concept of uh, of the game. Obviously, I don't fully understand where they're going with the story and that's intentional i like that right it's teasing us it's making us want to uh, know more and that means guess what yep to know it you got to play it i think that's that's a one of the best ways to market it make us interested talking about it trying to figure it out cool but um the whole concept of the strand is like so cool bro like trying to understand you know the what we're connected to stay connected to the past stay connected to the present you know like connected to the future connected to other worlds and around like to other people other people that's that was like a very like a core thing on 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 the messaging that they were trying to do yeah. uh the the to portray uh, during, during the trailer it was you know with the the important the importance of being connected to other people and it's uh like what the one of the you know troy baker lines is like oh it's like it's really hard to connect to people where you can't even shake hands and yeah and all the stuff so it's a. Uh, it looks like that's gonna be because the game's supposed to have a, a like a social online thing. Um, attached and you have to, to actually it. connect to other players. Exactly. So I think I think there has to be something that that'll like either without you. I mean, knowing Kojima, this would be like without you knowing that you're being connected to other people. Um, it, it and and it's you know something something like that like. I, I I hate to spoil it, but just just a minor minor thing, just like what Near Automata did, um, where it, you didn't expect to be connected to other players, and and then you were, so maybe something like that. I mean, the the thing in Near was like mind-blowingly excellent, and it was fantastic, um, but but it's something I, I'm assuming it's gonna be something like. Uh, like that where whether you knowingly or not you interacted with someone that was actually a player and you did something and you know uh, something would happen it would affect you know the outcome of you know what you're trying to do and man, I, I find that really interesting absolutely absolutely yeah I, I it looks like Mads Mikkelsen's gonna be a, 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 one of the main biggest villains of the the game right um, which is well, it seems like he's gonna be two characters he seems to be a villain and and uh, one of the like the protagonists too, so. with the baby, like in the in, yeah. the, in the end, yeah. So he, it looks like he's going to be playing two characters, which is interesting. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I am um, also the other thing too about like, you know, the struggle between the, the main character of like, can I save America or, or like, what I do here? Like, does it even matter? Like, you know, the whole thing of like, it, if I even if I save this one life, like, it's not gonna stop the enemy from being from existing. So it's just gonna be a continued battle. Like, why even continue a battle that's gonna always be continuing? And it's just like. Man, I, I I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm I I can't, I can't wait. It's uh, I mean, like I said, it's done. I I may get sick that day, Joel. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it comes on a Friday, so some good. Um, and then, yeah, I I am I'm really excited. I mean, uh, it's good to see that Kojima was able to break free of the Metal Gear mold that he was stuck on for many years. Um. He, of course, he wanted to do something different after MGS3. Konami wouldn't allow him to do it. He would then do MGS4, then do Peace Walker, then do MGS5. So it's great to see that he was able to break free of that, um, do something different, something creative, something that's never maybe even done before. Because, you know, based on what he said, what Kojima tweeted, it was like they asked him, um, and he. he was like to clarify that this is not a stealth game. This is an open world action game uh, where connections are important. Something like that. It's what he said. Mm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. I'm looking forward to seeing what this story is about because it looks fantastic. And um, there's a, a you know a, a a callback to Apocalypse Now. You know, there's there's callbacks to movies of course you know Kojima being a, a huge movie buff um the song choice for the trailer was excellent that uh mm-hmm. song by Apocalyptica was great so uh yeah I, I I'm I'm I mean I'm on board you know you know I'm on board I mean I've been on board forever and um you know it's no secret again that Metal Gear is my favorite franchise ever so uh I'm, I'm on board on this one for sure and I'm looking forward to see what Kojima brings if it, there's new tech, um, I've seen people's like, uh, my, I have a problem. I don't know if wait, wait for a PS five and play this at, you know, full rest 60 or, or play it uh, or play on a PS four as I just play it both ways or whatever. Just lay it down and then play it later again. Cause well, especially assuming that PS five is going to have backwards compatibility. Just, yeah. just go ahead and play it on your PS four and then it'll be upskilled on PS five. Yeah, based on based on what we heard, yeah, that'll that'll be the case. So, um, yeah, uh, Death Stranding finally, Joel, number eighth. Can't looks wait. Good. Sun looks good. Hopefully, it's not gonna get delayed. I mean, after all this hype, I'm hoping it doesn't get delayed. They they don't pull up Final Fantasy 15, where it just they they had they had. The, do you remember that they had that huge event with Greg Miller? Oh and, yeah, and they had this whole thing, and then. Um, and then the game got del- with oh here's the release date oh it was like September and then the game the game got delayed until November after that so, yeah that, that's um, not good yeah hopefully they don't do that I don't think they'll do something like that but um, but anything can happen right if they if they're confident that the game uh, will come out that day uh, I'm hoping that that it is and um, yeah we'll we'll see and then uh, the rumor was that The Last of Us was going to release alongside Death Stranding or in November, and that the game was pushed to February of next year, which is totally fine again. So, if that's the case, sure. 
Uh, I think, yeah, I, 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 based on what I heard, Joel, Ghost of Tsushima is still a little ways off. Uh, that game, I'm, I'm really hyped for, but it looks like that game may, may be like the cross-gen game um, that, that we were thinking about. That, that the game is probably going to come in uh, uh, at the end of the PS4, beginning of the PS5. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, exciting stuff. Again, E3 preview next week, guys. Don't, don't miss it. We're going to have some... Some crazy predictions over here, and if I if we make it if we make it right, I'll buy you guys Snickers bars. Not just... oh. <laughs> uh, Joel, do you remember that uh, Ghostbusters game that came out for PS3 a uh, long time ago? I want to wow. say this is like ten more over ten years ago. This is like a 2008 game. Uh, it, oh man, I think that that was really a long time ago because I remember playing the demo for that game when I still had my fat PS4. Which is like 2008, probably, because yeah. I bought a Slim when it came out uh, after that. So, yeah, that game is getting a, a remaster. Uh, they did not say a date, but it, they did say 2019, and it's coming out for everything. So, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch and PC. And, of course, this game is considered to be Gate Ghostbusters 3 because it takes place after Ghostbusters 2. And it features the voice, the voices of the original Ghostbuster cast. So uh, I played the demo. I liked it. Never played the whole game. I heard it was good. Um, if the price is right, I wouldn't mind checking this game out, man. Yeah, uh, I was just I instantly was thinking about our, our conversations from our last episode about remasters and um, you know people being upset and, and petitioning for remakes and etc this is a good situation right like this is a situation where you're just you're bringing uh you're bringing something back to life you know for the next gen remastering content on on next gen is, i think is, is a great thing it's, it's we all win in this case i love that the original voice talent um you know being in here it just makes it even more fun it's a win for the fans absolutely absolutely and yeah i'm looking forward to see if there's any like big enhancements on it um sure it's activision publishing the game again or is it something else someone else uh, I, don't, I don't know if they still have that license let's see oh fact checking fact on the go on the go ghostbusters game back with modern come on come on come on new uh, this was a uh, Saber Interactive and Mad Dog Games were the developers for this game, uh, but there I don't see a picture where it shows the publisher. I th I'm almost certain that Activision still holds this license, uh, so maybe what they're doing is just doing one last thing before. Yeah, on their, on their site it doesn't say anything about it. It says Mad Dog and Saber Interactive. Okay, so Activision is not doing it. Interesting. Yeah, not on their website. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, so maybe that license lapsed. I know that Activision was going to get a lot of uh, a lot of those licenses that they were, they had were lapsing. Uh, I know that they let Marvel lapse. They let the uh, Hasbro stuff lapse. The Transformers license, they don't have it anymore. Um, so they, they, they let a lot of licensing lapse, so maybe someone else picked up um, the publishing rights for that game. Uh, but yeah, um, 
looking forward to see what it uh, what enhancements it has, and uh, if it looks good, I'll probably check it out, man. It's Ghostbusters. So, uh, Joe, we have uh, just a, a quick piece of news. Um, there's a Pokemon Direct come on uh, next week on June 5th, so we would know exactly what it is. We're assuming that this is going to be uh, an update to. Um, the last news where, you know, the uh, the full-blown Pokemon RPG for the Switch uh, was announced. And uh, this is probably going to be just more information on that. Uh, interesting that, that Nintendo's doing this now and not doing it at E3. Uh, maybe it's a lot of information that, they, that they're going to put out about this game. And they just wanted to concentrate on a separate direct for it. Or, uh, this is indicative, Joel, of... Uh, the amount of announcements that we can expect from Nintendo at E3, because um, if they're if they're put putting this before E3, um, I think that they they have a lot of stuff planned for for um, E3 week. Yeah, it's probably the case. This is probably just all um, publicity pre E3 publicity, so they're probably just trying to get as many things put out there of to look forward to, and then at E3 they can actually spend the time. To give us in-depth looks at these different, uh, you know, different um, franchises, and, and you know, so we'll see more of this. I think leading up to E3, this this makes sense. Is that pre E3 press per se that that always comes out? I mean, a few other games you and I were talking about that you know they're basically getting announced now, so that way at E3 we can get full in-depth looks. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to just put. Um... Like I said, pre E three marketing stuff out there. Maybe have uh, you know free up some time for their uh, Nintendo Direct at E three. But yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, uh, this Pokemon games. If you guys haven't played them, are, 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 are a lot of fun, really addictive, and you know having a full blown three D Pokemon on the Switch. I think this game is gonna do crazy amounts of money, dude. It's gonna be. I mean, the the switch is already printing money. This oh gonna, yeah, yeah. This is gonna this is gonna like like be like next level stuff. Um, Joe, another piece of uh, big news that we have this week is Call of Duty, and uh, we got the announcement that uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, <laughs> uh, not Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is essentially a reboot of uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare. This is getting confusing. It is so. Um, so this is a a basically a reboot of the uh, of the fan favorite series uh, by Infinity Ward, and uh, their game's coming out October twenty fifth, uh, which is great. Uh, it's a, a a great date to put this game out. I'm not sure what EA has around uh, those dates. Um, I think the only big EA the only big game that EA has at the end of the year is Star Wars, right? Is uh, Falling Order. Um, so, I think this game is going to do well, Joe. Uh, two things. They're trying something different. Um, apparently, the game's not going to have a season pass. So, they're going to do uh, their their DLC more of a... They're, they're taking a more of a piecemeal approach to their DLC. Um, I think that the game, this game is probably going to have some sort of um, uh, blackout or, or battle royale mode as well. Uh, so that could play into that. Uh, Joe, the big rumor, I don't know if you heard, is that 
the this game is supposedly going to have a crossplay for all platforms. Yep, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Yeah, so that's huge. That's that's like this. This will be this will definitely be the biggest Call of Duty game ever because um, you know you got almost a hundred million PS4s out there. You got another you know. 40 million Xboxes and, you know, a billion PCs, basically. Get the servers ready. Yeah, seriously. So, I think this is great. Um, uh, the only downside I see to this is uh, is, is keyboard and mouse players on PC will definitely have an edge over console players. And and that's a problem so on, a, on a, you know, first-person shooter that's, you know, more... Uh, so you know, fast-paced as Call of Duty is, uh, that may definitely be a deterrent or problem for uh, you know console guys to play against PC guys and whatnot. But but at the end of the day, man, it's it's like finally here. It's uh, the the not the not the one console feature that that many want it. I don't I don't want it, but but that you know I, I mean I like my options. But uh, this is a, a a step in the right direction where you know. Uh, we have a, a franchise uh, that it's looking to refresh their image, and I think this is absolutely the best way to do that. Yeah, um, the cross-platform thing is definitely going to get most you know most guys really into it. I think to me though, the free content like you were mentioning beforehand, that's also um, just a way of getting a positive publicity regardless of what the reviews are because people are going to look at it and say, I don't need to get that season pass. Like that's, that's going to be a huge selling point and make a lot of people happy. And a lot of kids and adults, you know, feel like they have a good opportunity to, to experience the most they can for their buck. And, and of course I'm not, a, I'm not anti season passes or anti DLC or anything of that nature. I mean, you and I are both, you know, both feel that way. I think when it comes to that stuff, but understanding that like you're not necessarily missing out if you don't spend i think is a good uh a good way of getting people to be happy with your products and your franchise yeah and they needed the good faith right I mean, they did good last year with um uh, black ops i think it was generally well received by the by the community um but just having you know the iconic modern warfare franchise franchise reimagined with cross-platform play, with no season passes, uh, it's a big deal. It's a big win for them, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I got, let's see, I got another piece of news here. Yep, it's a Xbox Game Pass coming to PC, Joe. Um, not a lot of details out yet, but Microsoft says that they will uh, list more than, 100 PC, uh, more than 100 PC games uh, coming out on the service joel what do you think what's uh is the big deal may yeah your name i think i think it's a big deal i don't think it's well it's just, <clears throat> i think it's a it's a big deal just because like it's definitely gonna open their horizons more but not a big deal because i don't think many people were asking for it there's people out there there's a niche there's people out there who want it and they're gonna like it but I'm not expecting big things from it in the sense of adoption. Well, the the thing that I see positive with this is that if the service actually works well 
on PC, which it has been a struggle for some reason. Microsoft cannot get their game service to run well on their own operating systems. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me. Um, if if they can get the service to work the way it should, I think that this could be a viable competitor to you know Steam. Although Steam is doing something completely different, but at the end of the day, you know having a subscription service on your PC that'll offer games. Um, and you know if you have a decent PC, you can run these games really well. Uh, a lot of these games are Xbox 360 games. Uh, I'm not sure how you know crazy things they're doing in the background to make these games works that work I'm, I'm pretty sure that um you know microsoft is doing there they've been doing a lot of uh backwards compatibility research of course we've seen it with a uh, xbox one but they've been doing a lot of like cross work between pc and, and xbox so yeah if if they can get this to work the way it should um or the, the way it's meant to be working uh, I'm hoping that they do because uh, you know what I I think the uh, PC space was dominated long enough by by Valve by Valve I think Valve hasn't made really great decisions lately and they definitely need uh, someone to come in uh, like we've talked about the Epic Game Store I mean that that's a whole different ball game right because the Epic Game Store they they're having their own set of problems right now and you know. But this being a, an actual service, you know, more of a plug-and-play solution that hopefully is well integrated to the OS. Yeah, if it works, you know, for whatever they charge a month, which is not a lot, sure. I mean, if you have a decent, decent PC and you're looking to do some Xbox games on your PC, yeah, man. I think this, this could be worth it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure that we'll hear a lot of stuff uh, around E3 um, for, you know, services and whatnot, because I think this is going to be a very service-focused E3. Um, I'm I'm almost certain, Joel, that just Sony is going to have, like, another surprise hidden in there uh, and during that week. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to see what all these announcements are going to be like. Joel, the last piece of news that I have here is the Avengers game. That's been in development for a while now at um, IDOS. Of course, this is going to be um, basically done by the team that's worked on the Tomb Raider games. So this is IDOS and uh, Crystal Dynamics, of course, being published by Square Enix. And uh, some details came out about this game, Joel, that, that were pretty interesting. So uh, they said that they're going to have a full reveal at E3. Of course, they, they took over Sony's slot for the night. So they're presenting primetime this this year, Joel Square Enix. Oh goodness, let's see what's let's see what they're gonna do. Um, so uh, what's interesting that uh, details that came out this week was that the game uh, will feature single player, a uh, single player experience, a robust single player experience, and will also have a four player multiplayer option as well. So I'm assuming that's gonna be an online multiplayer option because. I don't, th- I don't see this game being couch co-op. So, um, but yeah, Joel, what do you think about that, man? Oh, I think it's, I think it's great. No, I, I think co-op, um, co-op opportunities are, are, are fine, but I definitely see that um, online uh, play being a huge thing for this, right? There's plenty of Marvel characters. We'll see what the main roster is. You and I have 
talked about the rumored, you know, characters that are going to be in there, but maybe it leaves opportunity for more people to be in there for the online presence. I don't know. Um, yeah. So again, the the rumored characters are uh, Cap, Thor, Iron Man, and Black Widow, right? I think so. Yeah. Those were the four characters that they that they mentioned. So I mean, there's definitely there's definitely a whole bunch of other characters right. that, they can, that they can add on. Um, I'll add on to that. So, yeah. Do you think that game's going out this year? I don't. I don't. I mean, I won't be surprised if it does, but because we, it's like we only got the little tease that they these guys were working on something, and then now we just got a title. I mean, it's it's so soon just to give us uh, actual something, something to actually look at, and then just put spit it out. I'd be concerned in that case, honestly. But I don't know. I mean. I'm expected to be to be next year. So it would have been great for this game to launch alongside uh, Endgame. Or, oh yeah, you know, not alongside, but the same year. But if if they're able to, you know, work it out where the game is, great. You know, I think that this game has a lot of potential to come out like early next year, like like March ish next year, um, and. Yeah, I I'm curious to see what it is, and I'm hoping that this is like a, a you know stealth action sort of game, uh, like Tomb Raider was. Maybe it'll have different. Maybe you can play the game in different ways. Maybe you can do stealth action with Black Widow, or you can do just do all out attack with like Iron Man and Thor, and and have a combination of both like stealth and action, you know, uh, with uh, with Captain America. So. I I re I'm really excited for this game since ever since it got announced. Um, I like the logo that they they did they did that very nicely stylized A uh, Avengers logo. Um, I really like that. Um, I want to see the character models. That's important. They better look good. Uh, that's important to Disney because they they better look. Don't want that MVC. Oh ooh, ooh. don't need that again. Ooh, you don't need you need uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange with those. Those weird looking pants and those hands like like out of proportion hands and everything. That's not good. Man, what happened to that game? Holy crap. I bought it too just for the sake of it, but Yeah, you should, you should still play that single player like story mode. I know. Because it's silly. It's it's you know it's silly and it's Marvel and it's yeah, I mean so um, well, we yeah, have Joel, a Marvel that... game coming out this year, at least, right? Obed, I, we got the oh, Ultimate yeah. Alliance. Ultimate which Alliance. I, that's that's the one I'm really hyped for because I love the last two. So nice. I'll be playing that. Yeah, yeah, that comes out summer, right? Yeah, I think that's July. I think I, I think so. Summer, yeah, I think. yeah, that, that game looks good. They put out a trailer recently. You see it? Yep, it looks yeah, good. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's what I got, dude. If you don't have anything else, let's wrap it up. That's right. Guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to us here on No Load Time. We want to invite you to stay connected to us on our social media. Go ahead and give us a follow at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show. That's most important so you get up to date whenever our latest episodes drop. So go ahead and give us a subscribe or follow on uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also, of course, our video version on YouTube. Uh, with that being said, we also recommend and, and appreciate any uh, feedback that you guys might want to give to us or even questions you might have for us. So go ahead and shoot an email to nolowtime at gmail.com. That's nolowtime at gmail.com. 
Thank you again so much. And we look forward to talking with you guys more, especially with our E3 episodes coming up. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you're staying tuned for those. Yeah, guys. And if you have any questions about E3 and anything that you guys want us to talk about, just, again, shoot us an email. Let us know. With that being said, thank you again, guys. And see you again next time. Bye.